This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And uh, if you've listened to our recent episodes, we are in the final stretch listeners of the year. This is our last recording session, I believe, unless something wild happens. Yes. Um, I mean, we've had some some technical issues this year, so it may... It's possible. We we don't want to say that too loudly. (laughs) Gosh. My birthday will never be the same. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... So we've already had some some mishaps, but we're we're powering through. And we're powering through with this episode that I think we could come back and revisit in a much more researched episode. But for today, we're just going to kind of have an informal discussion around gift giving and some of the interesting, interesting, I'll say, uh, dynamics that can occur with gift giving since a lot of us uh, are in, in that season where you're buying gifts frantically. I... Gosh, I spent like three hours wrapping gifts the other day in my back, my back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the gifts look great, except on the bottom. Not good. Um, But, you know, you put it on the floor. They can't see that. Right. I'll let you Uh, know, listeners. Oh, yeah, you you can. That's okay. Um, We need to be more honest about all of this, which is what we're talking about. Um, (laughs) So this is meant to be kind of more of a humorous uh, thing, though a lot of what we're talking about stings. Um, but there are larger issues here, especially around money, especially around a lot of things we're going to talk about that we could explore in more depth. So I just want to say that we're, we're more just talking about right. our anecdotal stories and experiences. Um, yeah, honestly, I know you said that <laughs> this came from the story mm-hmm. that I was told, I, w- I had told uh, for my birthday. And just to kind of put it loosely, essentially, 
my relationship with my family has been a little difficult in the last 10 years. I have changed a lot, and I will say they have not. Mm -hmm. And I did not realize the differences that we had because for so long, I was trying to acclimate to their beliefs, um, (laughs) to their standards, which I find problematic. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think most people in our listenership would find problematic. Uh, They are that modern racist where they feel like what they're thinking is not as bad as way back when, so therefore their opinions are not that bad, which I would disagree with wholeheartedly, Mm -hmm. especially today as we've come full circle to a lot of that same issues that, you know, we've been talking about for the last hundred years, honestly, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I say we as in like the all of people in this fight, not me personally. I I am not 100 years old. Let's go ahead and put that out there just in case. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is a confusing statement. Um, And (laughs) as getting older and actually having money and coming into my own adulthood and my own independence, I I feel like I have upped my game in gift giving, which Mm -hmm. I'm pretty pretty proud of, I will say. Right. Again, last year talked about money. A lot of that is because I could not afford to give the things that I truly want. And so I had, I, I, I think I'm a pretty good gift giver. So I mm-hmm. try my best to do all of these things. And as of recent, I haven't seen my parents uh, as much as they would like me to. We've kind of gotten distant again, not only because of our beliefs, but when it comes down to the pandemic, our attitudes have been different. Um, and so therefore, we have not seen each other. Their 50th anniversary happened and I did not go because it was in the middle of the pandemic. They went forward because celebrating to them was more important than the health of others. And I felt that was not as important Mm -hmm. from uh, from my standpoint, because if I were to get someone sick, I would be wrought with guilt. Like, Mm because at that point there was no vaccine, all these things. So there was a big wedge. Yeah. And it's, it's, understandable on both ends, if that makes sense. If the 50th year anniversary, which it is, it's a big thing, is important. Mm-hmm. Your daughter, who did not show up, would feel sl- a slight to them. And I think it, it did. All of these things happened. Um, as we finally came together, I should try to make things, you know, with gift giving. You can't buy love, I know this. But I <laughs> try to show that, I, hey, I, I know you. I thought about this for you, whatever, whatnot. I went home, and typically when for our celebration, because we don't see each other all the time, I live an hour and a half away, everybody's busy, like, they celebrate birthdays at the beginning of months, and September, you you know this, is heavy with yeah. birthdays and celebrations, and mine's included, my mom's is included, is included, their anniversary was included, so I assumed we were all celebrating that. I showed mm-hmm. up, I had all the gifts ready, my partner, you know, came in, we were very excited, and they kind of didn't have anything for me, which was surprising because I've talked about the fact that they used to make me cheesecake every year, and it was just a tradition That Mm -hmm. didn't happen. Um, They were kind of surprised that I came in, but it was like two days before their anniversary. So, of course, I brought them an anniversary gift that I came in with all these gifts. I was like, I'm not going to see you for your birthday. Here's this and this. And they were like, oh, well, we'll we'll send you a gift, which was Mm -hmm. so awkward. So, nothing happened because I literally prepared my partner. Oh, we're going to get a cheesecake. This is why I think my mom's doing the celebration. It's an assumption. It's an assumption. And I assumed wrongly, (laughs) apparently. And so, none of that happened. And I was like, oh. Okay, well that that felt weird, and this happened after an instance in which this is always oh, getting not not it's not as humorous. It's not as humorous. I wish it was, uh, but it's it kind of I kind of got othered, as in like they talked about my grandparent who I was really close to at one point, like before their death, and I, I still miss them very much. And it was my niece and myself, and we were talking about it. And at one point, she she my mother went essentially saying saying that it was my sister's grandmother, not mine, and to the point that my niece had to defend me, and I was like. <laughs> 
wow, what just mm-hmm. happened? Okay, like it was the and that was never had that happened in my life until that point to my face. That that's to my face. Right. So that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. So all of these things were like hints that the things were changing, and I was like, I don't know what to do about this, and so. For my birthday, I get my call from my mom. She's like, oh, we got your birthday present. It should be coming. It should be coming. I was like, oh, cool, cool. My thought is they always give me gift cards. Cool. I love that. Give me that. No, not a big deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the gift cards. Give it to me. I'll spend that. Waited, waited. It was late. It was late. It was late. And finally, it showed up. And <laughs> I kind of looked at it, and I opened it up, and it was a nice, like, one of those gift-giving places. Obviously, like, they, that's their whole thing. If we look up nice gifts to mm-hmm. send— this is going to be one of those places. It is like a like uh, baskets of things, themed things, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was literally a tray of dried fruit. And I sat there and stared at it. And I looked at my partner because both of us were like, what? Because I have <laughs> never in my life said anything that I like dried fruit. I've never in my life said anything about this company. So it made no sense. For my mother, who typically is a really great gift giver, like she's right. amazing and very mm-hmm. considerate for the most part, that I just, sat there (laughs) and I laughed and I was like what am I supposed to do with this I don't eat this I don't do this and and when I looked it up I was like it's a nice gift for someone Mm -hmm. you don't know it's literally like if you're sending it to an older person or someone that you had not seen it was a condolences gift essentially (laughs) right it's nothing and Mm -hmm. I was just like I think they are really mad at me. Like, that's all I could Mm -hmm. think was, this was one of those last minute, they forgot. I did something super, super nice. They were not going to do anything. They were just going to, or very minimal to anything. And that was the end. So essentially, I was like, huh. Huh. And I'm trying to figure it out to the point that I was so taken aback that I did not immediately call them. Mm-hmm. I finally did, and I got a voicemail, and then I kind of never talked about it again. And then my dad asked about it because I could tell my dad was hurt that I was not appreciative that they sent me a gift. Mm-hmm. And that it probably bothered my mother, especially because she was really worried it wasn't going to get to me. So I really think it was well-intended, but mm. felt like it's something you give to a stranger. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this started this whole moment of like, Wow. And I know it's just a gift, but Mm -hmm. it felt like it was a testament to our relationship. Right. Right. And that's the thing. That's the thing. Because originally when you told me this story, we kind of joked about like your bitter fruit. Um, Oh, it's my bitter fruit. It's still here, by the way. It has, I think one person touched it when I set it out for a party. Yeah. I was there and I was trying to be very delicate about it. I'm not sure I succeeded. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. And we've talked about gift giving and especially gift giving with women before. We called it passive aggressive gift giving and just all these dynamics. We're going to run through some really quick. I did want to share, I have a story that's similar, but it's also funny to me because we recently, Samantha and I did kind of a comparison of the holiday movies we watch every year and the the differences (laughs) between them are clear and made me laugh. (laughs) Um, But one big theme in a lot of the movies I watch is the dad who's never there finally is like, oh God, the power of Christmas, let me get this gift to you. Um, but it like did the bare minimum, let's be honest. Right, right. Like he should have done that forever ago, uh, given the circumstances he had. It was just that right. he wasn't there. But my dad once uh, was not there on Christmas Eve, didn't give an explanation why, but we all knew what it was. And then he came back and he was like, I was out getting you a Christmas gift. He didn't even wrap it. And it was a football, a miniature football <laughs> that I believe they hand out for free at football games. Yes, they throw um, it to the stands. And I was a a, a grown-ass woman at this point, listeners, <laughs> <laughs> who had never shown any interest in football. Like, nothing would have been better at that point. Um, right. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Essentially, that's kind of like that level of like, I don't know what her thought process was. Mm-hmm. And I, I could be taking it completely out of context in that she literally looked up something different. She wanted to give me something different right. than gift cards. And yeah. when she Googled it on mm-hmm. her phone in her limited experience <laughs> in right. technical prowess, this is what popped up because it is one of those things that first pops up as an ad. Right. Yeah. That that and that's why she's like perfect, which is hilarious because growing up, I did love fresh fruit. I was mm-hmm. very, very obsessed with fresh fruit to the point that it was because it was expensive, which it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my par- mm-hmm. parents didn't get it often because it wasn't as uh, sustainable as getting any of these dry things or boxed things, um, a lot of artificial stuff. So she knows I like fresh fruit, which is an option. In those baskets. So I'm like, even that (laughs) would have made a lot more sense. Right, right. Well, this is, you know, we're talking a lot about the the kind of like parent relationship, but it is a big deal with like couples as well. And you see that so many times in sitcoms where it's like, you gave me this, like you haven't been listening to me. You didn't pay attention to me. This is what you thought I wanted. And speaking of that, like, we see that a lot with women, particularly on sitcoms, I think. And so I was just thinking of a couple of examples. Like, for one, you know, there's a lot of gendered gift giving and a lot of um, 
maybe not well thought out gift giving when it comes to women. And one big joke is like when you give a woman a vacuum or some kind of like cleaning, like this is a thing you're going to have to do, which I will say, don't get me wrong. If you ask for a vacuum, you want a good vacuum. That's great. Good vacuums. I'm looking for a good stick vacuum. Right. Like you can actually want that. But a lot of times (laughs) it was just be like, the house is dirty. You are the one that cleans it. Here's a vacuum. Right. Like kind of that underlying message. (laughs) Yeah. This is not what I asked for. (laughs) Right. Right. And like there's in Love Actually, which was one of the movies that I made you watch, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) that the fact that uh, Emma Thompson's character, when she saw jewelry, knew something Mm -hmm. was wrong. (laughs) I know. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, I know. But I mean, that's the same thing. Like my mom would always tell my dad, like, I want this, which we all do, but she would like go out and buy it herself. Yeah. She would buy it and then wrap her own present. Yep. My mother's um, done that. Which is like, you know, again, if that's what you want and that works for you and you communicated it, fine. But to me, it just felt like he was not gonna do it. He was not gonna get her something she actually wanted. So she had to go out and buy right. the thing and then wrap it herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then a couple years ago, oh, Peloton, oh, Peloton. Um, yes. Not having a good time of it. But like th- that's a big theme I see with gifting and women, which can feel very either passive aggressive or outright offensive. Because uh, there was that commercial that it was like the husband gave his wife, who was very thin, a Peloton and like, right. you'll be able to get in shape finally, honey. And again, if that's what you want, if you want to feel better, be healthy, that's fine. But it was much more framed in like, you need to lose weight for right. me. <laughs> right. And for our family. And you need to do this in the waking hours when you don't have to like hang right. with the kids. Right. Like fit this into your schedule. And then it doesn't it like <laughs> cut to a year later and she's like yeah. supposed to be so much more fit. You're like, you look the right. same. <laughs> right. And then cut to Ryan Reynolds taking her off being yes. the same actress and, and looking like she'd been in like a hostage situation yes. essentially. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I've seen that happen too where people give those kinds of gifts, which uh, I can't hark on this enough. If that's something you want, that's fine. But I we're more talking about sort of the... When a gift is more about you right. than it's about Lingerie. the other person. Yes. Oh, that is a big one. Yeah. Oh, Victoria's Secret around this time of year is like the only time you see a lot of men in there. <laughs> they found a reason. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. My uncle gave me clothes from the maternity section once, and I have to feel like that was a very mean-spirited gift. Because Did he do it on purpose? He said something like, I wasn't sure if anything else would fit you. So, <gasps> yes. <laughs> Is this the same uncle that I have problems with? I, it could. Well, I think you have problems with multiple of my uncles. Yeah, that might be true. Your family is fun. It's, it's a, yeah. You know, it's a, we put the, I don't know. <laughs> Our families are amazing. Our families um, are amazing. Yeah. Amazing, yeah, but... but yeah, like that's the thing is like my mother also not because I don't have a lot of relationship content to that like the gifts that I've typically gotten from any partners. I don't think I've had many partners during Christmas. I purposely stayed away from partners through Christmas. <laughs> um, but like like my experiences had been like because I don't like Christmas. Um, I've been giving gifts to make me try to like Christmas. I'm like this is this is not going to work because mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not religious. I've been giving religious gifts to change right. my ways. Yeah, and that's just more than one person on that one. Mm-hmm. But that's like why? Why would you do this? Mm-hmm. Like why would you make me really despise you more? 
<laughs> right. by doing this to me. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And one you brought up that I had totally forgotten about is um, married gifts. The gifts that they're yeah. like, once you get married, this you can is for get you. this. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, because I said this is a Sex and the City episode, but we've heard so many times, we have put this away for your wedding. We have put this mm-hmm. away for your this. Right. That you have to hit a specific mark. And I've thought about that because I know no shade because I'm happy for people. Like, they have saved money, a lot of the tradition, for weddings. So, mm-hmm. therefore, um, my sister had a budget specifically paid for by my parents. I will never see that money unless I get married. And even wow. then, I think I'm, I'm an adult now, so I probably won't because she was not necessarily, like, in career life yet when she got married. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we know that's a lot of people, that, especially when it's the bride side, which is a whole different conversation in itself. But, like, the tradition is that the bride's family pays for the wedding. I think it has a lot to do with a dowry of yep. way back when. Um, but, like, that's that level of, like, I've saved this for your wedding. Right. So unless you do this, you're not going to get this. In the Sex and the City episode, it literally was that, like, once you get married, you'll get part of my fortune. But if you never get married, you're never going to get it. Yeah. And that's so strange. That's such a, like... I feel my mom had a lot of that kind of stuff, which I've always been quizzical about, with, um, like, plates. Like, when she got married, she got a bunch of, like, nice silverware and nice plates and stuff. And, I, I, like, that's nice in one level of, okay, you're married now and you can have that. But it's also, like, what if they never got married, but they're still in a stable right. relationship? Well, then, then that kind of goes into the, like, wedding bridal showers and mm-hmm. uh, baby showers. I have given so much money to friends right. for wedding gifts, baby gifts, all these things. Mm-hmm. And I have never once thrown any of those kinds of parties. Where's my housewarming shit? <laughs> I Where's will bring you something. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Oh, gosh. Um, and then I did want to mention, just because this is a huge thing during this time as well with gifts, like gendered gift giving, I have recently come across several that uh, are aimed at men uh, because, as I told you, a friend of mine got me these Star Wars-themed soaps mm-hmm. because, of course. and. Um, she didn't realize when she gave them to me, but they're for men. It says, like, for men, which cracks right. me up. Right. Because it's like, one, you're trying to trick men into, like, buying soap so they'll be clean, I guess. But two, it's implying that Star Wars isn't for women. Right. Once again. <laughs> Once again, yes. <laughs> but also, they smell really good. I'm excited to use them. It just makes me laugh. I'm like, it's sad, but... It's so funny to me that it, it like, literally says, soaps for men. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> you don't want to use those soaps for women. Obviously, like the dude wipes. They're obviously only for men to wipe their butts. <laughs> right. Everything else is women's, even though there's no gender outside of that. There's no yes. women's wipes outside of being, like, douche products, which we don't love anyway, no. which no one should be using them. No. But, like, any of the, like, cottonelle, all that, which also are bad for the mm-hmm. environment, BT dubs, but dude wipes, just because. Right. Well, and there's just so much, like, it's such a clear time when you look at gifts to see the, the, the gender divides that still exist based on what gifts are, like, these are manly man gifts, you get this, and these are for women, you get this, and, like, it's still, even when you come to children, which we've done multiple episodes on, like, the gendering of children's toys, it's still, like, women kind of doing house domestic stuff and men... Drinking whiskey and grilling out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, that's which makes me laugh because yeah, all of them are like brown leather or any right. of those things, mm-hmm. and you're like, but why? Also, yeah. I like whiskey. I'm confused. I know. We need to. We need to put an end to this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And then I did briefly want to talk about regifting, which I'm actually not opposed to regifting without disclosing i think is the issue i don't know i i if it's something like we've definitely gotten things that we are supposed to endorse mm-hmm. that we're like we're not going to use this mm. would i do what is it a really a regift i'm probably just going to give it yeah. away um yeah and I then think that's add different. other gifts yeah mm-hmm. it is it's different but i've definitely had those moments when i was younger and i was making twenty nine thousand a year mm-hmm. i had three nieces and nephews i had been given gift cards from people that i'm like okay we're gonna use this for them and they would use it mm-hmm. so then i'm like this is their gift this makes it easier for me 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not really opposed. I think what I'm specifically thinking about, there's an episode of Seinfeld where this plays out, is more in a like romantic relationship. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do, I want to mention this because when I was very young, I didn't have any money, but I was very, I've, I, well, actually, I did have money, but I didn't spend it. Maybe that's the issue. But I, re-gifted all of these things to my relatives and I made them a bunch of gifts and I was nine years old because I wanted to give everybody a gift and I overheard them making fun of me <gasps> and oh, talking dramatic. about yeah and so it, now it's become like I I I can't forget that conversation it haunts me and so I feel like part of the reason I I go out of the way with gifts which I, I feel I'm pretty good with my friends my friends not so much but with You're my an family gift giver yeah it's hard to keep up I'm, I well, feel like I'm pretty good, but you, no, you're you make really it hard good. to keep up. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is I it's turned into because of like, in, at least in part because of this memory, I have to redeem myself. Yeah. Um, even though I was like nine. And what does it matter? Like, <laughs> right. And honestly, I've never had that kind of traumatic experience and I would be traumatized by that for real, for real. Like it would sear into my memory. Obviously it has to you as well. <laughs> but for me, like it's literally that level of I want to be able to give anything mm-hmm. I want to give without right. without question. And again, like not until recently have I been able to have the capability to do so. Um, but I still have to rein it in because there's this level of disparity when it comes to what you're giving and what you're getting. And so you don't want to make that other person feel worse. And I would be that person. If you gave me right. something amazing and I gave you something minute and be like, oh, right, damn it, what do I do? It's kind of like that Office episode uh, <laughs> which he brings the iPod touch, which is like $200, and everybody was like, we're supposed to spend $20. Why are you doing this? And he makes right. a big deal. Right, but like, right. Not that I make the big deal, but you don't want that to happen either. It's such a mm-hmm. bad balance. Like, gift giving feels so awful, which I just read a tradition in Iceland that I'm like, maybe we should do this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Essentially, the night before Christmas, or maybe it's the New Year's, I can't remember, in which instead of giving all these big gifts, you just give books. And what you do is you yeah. sit around as a family reading your own books. That's mm-hmm. the it. That's it. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, that's a good point because I think, just to wrap this up, <laughs> um, <laughs> there is a stress around finance and sometimes... I get the, I was talking about this with some friends of mine the other day because I'm of the opinion like I love giving gifts. I love getting gifts, but I don't like it if you're just doing it to do it. Like, oh, I have to right. do it and I have to find you a gift and I know it's not perfect for you, but I can't think of anything else. I would much rather like throughout the year see something and be like, oh, Samantha would love that. I'm going to get that and give mm-hmm. it to her um, as opposed to like, oh God, it's December. I can't think of a single thing, uh, which is why I have my post-it note where I make notes uh, throughout the year. But, you know, I do like that idea. And that's why my uh, group of friends that I've grown up with, we had a rule where you couldn't spend any money. It was like a re-gifting oh, or if you found something. And I loved cute. it. You got the most interesting gifts. I got a big bird ornament that had its legs broken off and I love it. <laughs> How did you find that? I love it. <laughs> That's interesting. I feel like that I've been, they dug it out of a trash can and I like it. There you go. I know. I love it. I, I legitimately <laughs> love it. Because <laughs> it's just so, when I opened it, of course, I had to laugh. Like, what is That's this? amazing. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, yeah, that's, that, and then also, yeah, having that clear communication of like, yes. so are we doing gifts? Who, oh, yes. Like, I think you're a gift person, but you don't think I'm a gift person? Oh. Right. You do need to have that conversation. And I think it is, it's good to establish 
Because I've seen that play out in rom-coms as well, where they're like, oh, we're not doing gifts. And then one of them gets a gift and then the other person's just mad because you agreed not to get any gifts. Right. Like, I think you need to be very clear on those kinds of uh, parameters because... Right. I mean, this is, this is supposed to be a fun, nice thing, and I think it can be, but clearly there's a lot it of... Gets, I feel yeah. like the capitalism of it all makes it yeah. a little more... It takes out the magic uh, sometimes. Right. I will say, I do want to redeem the story about my... <laughs> Bitter fruit? <laughs> my, my, dried, my bitter dried fruit. <laughs> yeah. um, in that, that I think my parents have come back around in that, oh, this is something else that maybe we should go back to what it was. With Christmas, they've kind of done some things. And they've actually done some really good boundaries for themselves because they have so many grandkids, stepkids, mm-hmm. like family members that they are trying to give for and they're retired and they don't need to be doing it that. I don't want to seem like I'm being uh, ungrateful because I know that at least they tried. I do. I've, and I've tried to like come back to that, but it was mm-hmm. so out of left field and so um, yeah. not pertaining to me that it felt, uh, mm-hmm. it felt, like it was passive aggressive. And again, mm-hmm. this is my own feelings and I, I, I right. have to like own that. But I, I do know that my mother, like I said, has been an amazing person when it comes to gifts. My dad is very sentimental, but he doesn't buy things necessarily. He likes the moments. Yeah. Um, but my mom, she really does put an effort to the point that she makes herself so anxious that she hates everything. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. BT Dubs, she's probably one of the most crafty people I've seen in my life. Her packages look mm-hmm. like they need to be in shopping malls as displays. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want to open her Ooh. presents. It's one of yeah. those. Like You have big floral ribbons with, like, decor, pine cones, mistletoe in there. And you're like, what the hell is happening with this package? <laughs> yes. So she is that person. So I feel like it does come back around. But there is a lot to be said that when it comes to gift giving, and if you're trying to be sentimental and trying to knowing somebody and some people are good and some people aren't that's the yeah, thing that's it's like true. there is there is it is an art to it it is difficult yes, yes. and i i don't want to ever as we said we were kind of just having an informal discussion you know i don't want people to feel more guilty than <laughs> than not like i can't think of a gift but i have to get them something we've all been there we all do it right. some people are better at it than others and that's just yes. that's just how it is and that's okay and some people have more hobbies so it makes it easier that's true. And and I've gotten some amazing paintings from a good friend of mine, Katie, who does that. And they're oh. like so good. Like I love it. Like I think I think it's another one of those areas where you don't have to relegate it into one thing. Like gift giving can look like a lot of ways. Like I really like it when people just take me out for a drink or something. Like it doesn't right. have to be yes, here's time. a physical That's what thing. I love. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully. <laughs> it's not super stressful for everybody listening. I know it can be. Um, but there is there's something like giving that perfect gift and like, oh yes. Yes. It's powerful. It's a powerful feeling. It is. It is. It is. All right. Well, good luck, everyone. Hopefully you good got luck. your gift shopping done. And whatever for it those is. of you who are having a hard time, we love you. And yes. we know that this was a very privileged conversation. And we're so yes. sorry. But just know you're not alone, no matter no. what. No. No, no, no. Um, and if you would like to contact us, you can. Our email is stephaniemomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Momstuff Podcast or on Instagram at Steph I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. The best. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. And thanks to you for listening. Steph Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. 
Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.